0: Well, here's something that I think is concerning. Canada's housing minister urges Metro Vancouver to think twice on development charges. That is the headline. And my question that I have is why is Canada's housing minister urging Metro Vancouver to talk a little bit more about this? is Eric Woodward. He's the Langley Township Mayor. Eric, good afternoon. Yeah, thanks, Rob, for having me on. Well, thank you. And I guess my first question is, as a mayor of one of the jurisdictions within our community, why would Canada's uh, housing minister step
1: forward with this kind of a request? Well, probably a question for him. But, I mean, I think within the letter, um, it was clear that he he was expressing some concerns uh, regarding the potential impact on the construction of new housing. And it's a concern that we shared and, and discussed and debated for almost six months prior to receiving his request to delay it.
0: I would. I'd be curious to know the timing of this, for the simple fact that right now all of us are talking about housing. All of us are talking about trying to kickstart this, and then all of a sudden you think of these fees that are uh, potentially on the horizon, which to me almost feels counterproductive. Am I wrong in that assessment?
1: Uh, I think it's a it's a complicated uh, argument. The, the 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 only tools available to the mayors and Metro Vancouver to provide for infrastructure are development cost charges on new construction or property taxation or grants from government. And it's been made clear on the third category that grants from senior government is a challenge for them at the moment. So the only alternative available to mayors is to put an entirely increased and significant burden on everyday people trying to pay their bills versus development corporations and profit margins. And that, that, unfortunately, that, that was the choice and we haven't, turn, we haven't seen it framed that way. Um, I think the federal government has a number of options and tools available to them to help with the situation around the cost for water treatment and wastewater treatment that uh, we haven't seen so far. And uh, they also have a lot of options in which they want to help build housing, such as construction financing, for example, uh, that we haven't seen. So it, it seems they're very focused on what we're doing and maybe should be more focused on what they can do at their level of government.
0: It's an interesting conversation because it takes my mind down two thoughts. One, if I'm a developer, I'm probably not enjoying this conversation at all. But you've brought up, you know, obviously the options that are out there, and none of them really seem to be a, a slam dunk. So do you feel that this is just finding out what people's pain threshold is? Or do you feel that collaboration is actually going to end up with a resolution?
1: Well, I think that collaboration can continue. This, uh, you know, the approval of this fee structure now goes to the province for approval. So, and it doesn't. It phases in over a number of years. So I think the conversation can continue. I think the the letter was a little alarmist in the sense that uh, you know this isn't a line in the sand today. This is going to be something that we have to solve over many years. Um, we don't have an option to, as Metro Vancouver has outlined very clearly, not to build water treatment, not to build wastewater treatment. So that has to be funded somehow. And uh, for us today, uh, over the long run, it was clear that that we were not prepared and not wanting to. Put it on to increase property taxes for everyday working people trying to keep stay in their homes and uh, pay their bills. And uh, whereas the federal government, you know, could step in quite easily and match us with infrastructure funding because all we did today was decrease the so-called assist factor from 50 percent down to one percent to to share to have it to uh, be for growth, paying for growth, so they say. Um, the federal government could have matched that funding and left it exactly as it was, and they, they chose not to offer that. So I think there's a number of options that can continue to be explored over the coming few years here.
0: I appreciate you breaking that down, because I think when you look at it, there's some people that would have some sticker shock. There's some people that would say, this this can't happen. I mean, Kevin Falcon jumped all over this, saying that if he was the premier, this would be uh, there would be no start to this. But the reality is, I think, with education and, as you said, collaboration, yeah. I think there's going to be some things here um, that might be able to work in the long term. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: yeah i I, that's what i want to do i think that uh, it was frustrating a little bit today uh to you know not have a more of a a collaboration and a a conversation um you know the the housing minister for the british columbia uh, minister Callan, you know delegated and came and talked to us i think that probably would have been more constructive and i think we could have had a conversation about about some of the the choices that we're facing i think uh MLA Falcon's uh, suggestion that somehow we're increasing the cost and he would cancel it. Well, then what he would do then is essentially require us to raise property taxes uh, 20 percent over the next five years. So I don't view that as a very constructive suggestion because I don't believe that he would want to do that either. And so really it came down to a very unfortunate choice based on the tools that we're provided with by senior levels of government that are criticizing us. If we had more tools to work with, I think that would be a great thing.
0: It's great conversation. Mayor, I appreciate your time today. Hopefully we'll do this again.
1: No problem. Have me anytime. I really appreciate the opportunity to to clear it up.